So go ahead and come in. Your sleeping bag can go over there. There's drinks in the fridge and pizza on the way. Mm-hmm. I hope that you like pepperoni and also pineapple. We're an inclusive household. We have all. We, we have all the options. We love you. Um, and just by the way, um, we're going to be talking about some things today and telling some stories. Mm-hmm. They might get a little violent. It's they might get, get a little graphic. This, you know, it's not for kids, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. We're all, we're all women. We're just, we're slumber. We're just bitches talking. We're just bitches talking. So anyway, <laughs> enjoy the show. We love you. Hey. Hey, so we got some cool stuff to talk about. But before we do, ooh, that that was even in rhythm, man. (laughs) Um, did you know that there's time travelers on the internet? Um, Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting right into it. We're not cutting around this stuff. So in my interactions on the internet, I have come across at least three. I'm sure there are more. But there are people on the internet claiming to be time travelers. I'm saying claiming because Nah, yeah, yeah. is the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's weird is um, specifically one that I've seen on Twitter and on uh, Reddit, like started five years ago, like in 2016, 2015, said okay. that they were a time traveler from 2030. Oh, okay. And said that 2016 was pretty much we better relish it while we can because it's going to go downhill from here. Well, and then and then it did. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's become active again and has started saying stuff. Oh, no. And I just, like, I, you know what I, like, I'm, it, 2020 has been weird enough that I'm not saying no anymore. You get where I'm going with it? Like, I am open to anything at this point. That's what I am saying. Um, and it's just, I'll, I'll post some links and stuff so you guys can see it for yourself. But it's, some of it is eerily accurate. You know, I think the jump the shark moment for me with 2020 was the monolith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After yeah, the monolith yeah. happened, mm-hmm. I now um sure. Sure. Just whatever, sure. Come take me. Like whatever is out there. Take me sky daddy. <laughs> <laughs> take me sky daddy. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> or actually for me more accurately, it's probably ground daddy, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Fire daddy and sky daddy. Fire, da- Fire daddy, take me. I'm ready to go home. Uh, yeah, that's where we're at, kids. That's, that's <laughs> what this episode... Welcome. Hello. So time traveling... Time travelers on the internet. Warning us. Right. Like a soothsayer kind of situation. Yeah, and this like is an different. Oracle. Right, because we've seen... I mean, I have seen uh, pictures on the internet of like, this is proof of time travelers. I think we've all seen them. Black and white pictures of like where people, people look like... People holding like cell phones right. and wearing Ray-Bans yes. and stuff. And uh-huh. they can, they're not photoshopped. Right, and you're like, like how? they can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. for sure. This is a lot more like, hey, I'm from 2030 and I'm back now and here's some stuff you guys might want to know. Yeah. And it just, I mean, again, it could be one of those, like, mentalist crab shoots. Does anyone in the audience have a parent with the name of Jay? You like know a I mean? horoscope. Like a, if, I, if I throw it... If I'm vague enough. Yeah, and I, and, yeah. It, and I throw it out at the right time, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm not right. saying I believe in it 100%. I'm just saying... It's a little weird. It's a little weird, and it does feel very end-of-timesy out there in the world right now, so if there were going to be a time traveler that needed to intervene, I would not be surprised if now was the time. That's fair. 
You know? That's fair. Um, I I have seen people <laughs> I've seen people discussing that um the events of 2020 are possibly a side effect of people continuously time travel and trying like, to fix yeah, things, but they but keep they, fucking it up. Yeah. Like quantum leap, mm-hmm. epi- a quantum leap episode. <laughs> I actually saw one that was like, what if Donald Trump was a quant, like the quantum leaper and he keeps oh, trying to do shit. all this ridiculous shit to get people to intervene, but nobody will. So he can't fix the timeline. So he just keeps having to do crazy, come, crazy, crazy somebody shit. Come. Somebody come take me out so that we can fix this Scotty, timeline. Scotty, beam me up, bud. <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. Um, Do you believe in time travel? Hmm. Do you think it's... Po- I know that there's there's this whole like mm-hmm. paradox around... Yes. like If it's real, yeah. then... Yeah this can't right, happen right. and this can't happen and like right. we'll possibly i don't think we'll ever know if time right. travel is real or not because by the time we figure it out right everything yeah. will be corrected or changed i kind of uh, think of it like a schrodinger's cat situation like it both is and is not because it is one of those things of like do i think that people have come back from the future or have gone forward you know do i feel like there's wormholes and weird like bermuda triangle weird ass shit that you could accidentally bloop in, right. in 1964 100 percent. because i think that space time is weird and we know that wormholes exist mm-hmm. and we know that black holes do weird stuff to space time and we already you know there's a lot of st- and we already know that time is a perception in the first goddamn place yeah so <laughs> just like math <laughs> Time is not real. <laughs> and so to me, you already have this made-up thing that feels longer and shorter depending on your perception of it. Why wouldn't you be able to thusly travel through Just it? Just like Santa Claus. Just like, thank you, Ashley. Time Just is not like real. Just like Santa Claus getting everywhere in one night. <laughs> um, and, you know, and in the same way, you know, that... Uh, space travel for aliens might be possible because they can go through wormholes in time it's not a big deal whatever you know yeah so in a long story short in some capacity i believe it is possible and will be possible in the future which means that it may exist now in a way we don't know about you know what i'm saying like it's it's one of those things where it's like i definitively cannot i am a time travel agnostic (laughs) exactly i think that's the perfect way to put it for the existence but i don't know for sure I d- yeah, I don't think we know enough about it to definitively say yay or nay. Right. And by the time we know enough about it, we right. will know it exists. 100%. Like it's it's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. It's like we can't know until we know. Right. right. Um. I feel like we're getting close. I think we are getting close. I feel like the closer we get to going further in space, the closer we'll get. I feel like. I mean, the crazy shit that we're doing with technology these yeah. days, like, would have just right lobotomized somebody in 1935 like it would have blown their dome yeah you know yeah yeah. so like i think that the the further that we go into technology Mm -hmm. and advancements in science Mm -hmm. we are we could get there i don't i mean like whatever it doesn't seem as far-fetched as fucking holograms do you know what i mean like there's so many things that we do now that are like like okay for example Uh for example Mm -hmm. i started watching murder she wrote okay um, if you're not familiar, <laughs> it's a show about a, a an elderly woman who's retired and mm-hmm. she writes mystery novels mm-hmm. and she's like really good at solving murders, right? Mm-hmm. Because she like thinks outside the box yeah, because she, she writes, writes these them. impossible murder scenarios. And one of the episodes I watched, now this is in mm-hmm. like the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. 
one of the episodes that I watched involved a driverless car and everybody was saying that this was like too far-fetched mm-hmm. to exist mm-hmm. and now we have Tesla. Yeah. Like now he, it was just so crazy in yeah. 2021 to mm-hmm. be watching this episode where they're like marveling about like, oh, well, it can't mm-hmm. be possible for this car mm-hmm. to not have a driver. Mm-hmm. A car has to have a driver. This mm-hmm. is impossible. Mm-hmm. Like that can't be what it is. And but now, now, now we're like, right. literally yeah. like people have yeah. driverless Dude, vehicles. I saw a model car for a model of a car that's to be released in like 2035. You know, they're still just mm-hmm. playing around with stuff, but they have like a show. Here's what we've got so far for what right. cars could look like at this time period. And this bitch didn't even have a steering wheel in it. It was literally just a bench and a giant screen. And, and it just takes it. you where you want to go. And it just drives. And you don't do shit. And I... Wowie zowie. That's wowie some zowie. stuff. That's the dream for me. Because I true. honestly hate driving. <laughs> See, my thing is... is I, I didn't start trust. driving till I was like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't start driving till I was like 25. Because I was so terrified really? of driving a car. I yeah, I was literally scared of driving. See, I lived out in Podunk buttfuck redneck shitville so i like a car was the only thing i yeah. literally driving around was the only activity that going i could hang, do going Not, to hang out at walmart literally the winco parking lot bro yeah, like i exactly. had nowhere to be it was so my that only was freedom literally in transport was i just yeah that yeah was, we just drove around um am i starting or are you starting who's starting this one me okay it is me it is Tis your turn it is i is ashley Okay. Okay. Airports. (laughs) What's the deal with airport food, huh? What's the deal with airline food? Oh, my God. Uh. Airports. (laughs) Sorry, you totally threw me off. That was very, yeah. Airports. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, when you build an airport, it costs a lot of money. This is not a a surprising revelation. Airplanes are expensive. Fuel. Airports are expensive. Mm -hmm. Even just, like, not even... We don't even need to talk about the planes, sure. right? Planes and that's their own expensive right. entity. Just but building a building. building yeah. to fuel, to hold hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. that are getting ready to depart, mm-hmm. security, baggage claim. Electricity. Electricity, everything. Yeah. Airports are expensive it is i mean it's got to be the most expensive mode of transportation has to be a plane i can't i mean maybe a cruise ship oh yeah might be more but like (laughs) but with how much but with how much how many planes are in the air With how many planes are... We're just going to keep going. I don't even care. She sneezed. People sneeze. Who cares? Hello. Welcome to my nose. Hello. Welcome to my nose. <laughs> um, with how many planes are like out flying and you know you have the towers yeah. and like air traffic control. It's an expensive industry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they built the new Denver airport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. They knew that it was going to cost a couple billion dollars. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta build the structure, you gotta yeah. build the runways. Wire it all and power it all. Yada yada yada, yada right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't even wanna know what the electricity bill is. That's what I'm saying, you have to have those lights on all the time. An internet and bill, like it's like, cr- yeah, yeah, crazy. So they were like, yeah, it's gonna cost a couple billion dollars. We're gonna build this airport in Denver, okay? Mm-hmm. So by the time that the Denver airport was completed, uh-huh. it was about $2 billion over budget 
Oh, that's not smart planning. I mean, I know that I know that there's like this this uh, assumption whenever you have new construction that mm-hmm. the people who are building it are gonna be wrong. Like you always need to tack on more to their original. Yes, like, always overestimate. But still, that seems like more two billion dollars. Yeah, yeah is a lot. Is a lot of fucking more than money. you would overestimate for. Yeah. It's like a it's a thousand millions, right? Or a million millions? I get is very a billion confused. a million millions? I get very confused when we get into very large numbers. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It is a lot. Yeah. So when you budget something for two billion dollars uh-huh. and it ends up costing you four point something billion dollars, people want to know why, right? Yeah, yeah. Because what like because I mean, yeah, there's investors, but also mm-hmm. like the state of Colorado yeah. contributed to building this right. airport. So, where so the it's fuck people did our money ask go? questions. Yeah. Yeah. Where did all this money go? Right. Um there is a theory uh-huh. that the reason that the Denver airport was mm-hmm. so costly. Aliens. And the <laughs> No. Worse than worse oh, no. than aliens. Demons. The government. <gasps> the worst <laughs> alien demons there are. Um, so the theory, the questions that are raised yes. um, by the cost of the Denver airport. This has been a thing that people have been like asking about. Like, okay. why the fuck was this What airport the fuck so is going on at the Denver airport? And um, it looks weird, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll get into that in okay. a second. But so people want to know why it was so expensive. Right. The theory is that the Denver airport uh-huh. is a secret government bunker for the apocalypse. SCP Yes. For. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, but more like for people, like to be safe. Specifically for um, even scarier than SCP monsters, uh, politicians. Right. So like all the rich politicians get yes. to go and stay there. So okay. yeah. Got so it, basically, got it, got it, got it, got it. The, so basically, the theory is is that the reason why the Denver airport and they can't account for the extra money, like no one will talk about costs. Class right. Classified Ooh, um, is because not only did they spend two billion dollars to build this airport, but they also spent another two billion dollars building an underground bunker beneath the airport hmm. that hmm. provides quick access from DC to Denver in the event that there is some kind of catastrophe in DC. Wait, are we talking tunnels? Quick access DC to is that? Are we talking tunnels? Like access how? Via plane. Oh, so, oh, so oh, let's say that it, there is it. a uh, let's say that there is an impending attack on DC. Yeah. All of the very important politicians get on jet airplanes, fly to Denver, gotcha. house From themselves the in a bunker, and mm-hmm. being all the way in Colorado, mm-hmm. they would be safe from gotcha. any kind of attack that I happened gotcha. on the East Coast. I was imagining you just know what tunnels. I mean? <laughs> tunnels. I, yeah. Underground airplanes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so. That's so that theory yeah. sparked because of the budget, right? Right, because what else are you doing to spend that money on? Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that people are so secretive sure. and nobody wants to actually give and and they're so okay. So when government buildings, public buildings are are created, you mm-hmm. can usually find some kind of blueprint right. for them, right? Yeah. Like I could go to the archives building right now, right. pay like a $35, $40 fee, right. and I could get blueprints to the Capitol building. Yeah. Sure, there would be some things omitted for safety reasons, right. but I could have access to those blueprints. Right. At I least could a have, floor plan. Yeah, I could have access to uh, my neighborhood's floor plans if I mm-hmm. needed to, right? Mm-hmm. But you cannot do that with the Denver airport. There is no 
there are no blueprints readily available for the general public and people theorize the reason is because it there are tunnels mm-hmm. that lead I to a secret secret underground bunker <laughs> not from denver to dc <laughs> but yes there, there are tunnels um so that's the theory behind the okay. cost now there's a lot of weird illuminati s yes um creepy shit like post-apocalyptic slightly Mm -hmm. demonic kind of shit you're you're tantalizing hovering over the denver airport we are gonna start with blucifer blucifer yes love it already what is it um colorado i totally thought you were gonna say cholera i was like whoa (laughs) so Colorado. Colorado is Lucifer. Is where Denver is. Sure. Yes. What does Denver have? Mountains. The Broncos. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> also that, yes. So Denver is, um, Denver and the Colorado, they're very into ranching. They're very mm-hmm. into horses. They're mm-hmm. very into that kind of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. their the agricultural thing. Wow, frontier shit. So when building this airport, they wanted to have some kind of tribute to that livelihood. Sure outside of the airport a monument to you know the horses are everywhere like you know um like i said the denver broncos it's a big thing they're very into um ranching they're very into the whole cowboy aesthetic it's their thing down there it's their livelihood so they wanted a monument to that so they hired an artist Uh named luis jimenez great very talented guy um and he started constructing a towering, magnificent horse. Horse. <laughs> a Mustang stallion. This never works out. Well, does it work out? Well? Made of fiberglass. Oh, why fiberglass? So that it would be lit. Oh. oh so it's it's oh, a yeah. it's a fiber optic ah. type statue. I see. With light projecting through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing is fucking big. I didn't get an exact height, but it's but it's, it's like over two stories high. Oh shit! Yes, like it big. is huge. Why? That's and why the locals have nicknamed it Blucifer okay. because it's it is blue. blue. So it's lit with blue light, it's and a it has horse. and it has bright red eyes. Because it looks fucking cool. Like, to be honest, it looks very cool. But, you know, locals think this fucking demonic horse. Where is this giant blue horse? This thing is huge. It's bigger than my house. 32 feet. Okay, 32 feet tall. Yeah, that's a couple stories high. It's very high. Um, So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Our first piece of bad juju, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Right, right. Blucifer. Our little neggy, our little neggy energy Mm -hmm. is coming in right now. Mm Um, Lucifer killed Louis Jimenez. Like it fell on him? During construction. Um, while they were putting it together, uh-huh. part of him fell on Louis Jimenez. Yes. And killed him. I mean, not yet. I'm sorry, Louis. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like, yes. I'm, I mean, like. You are going to curse us? <laughs> um. <laughs> I just, I just, I just. You're happy you were right. I get it. You know, I just know. Like, I I've was seen right. this movie. I know. Okay. Yes. So. So the art kills the artist. We're going very, uh, what is that? Buzz, buzz, velvet buzzsaw. We're velvet going buzzsaw. Velvet, yeah. Bu- yeah. Very velvet buzzsaw. Um, so Lucifer kills Louis Jimenez. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they put it together anyway. They get it out in front of the airport. Like I said, it, it w- originally wasn't called Blucifer. This is the <laughs> nickname that the locals have that given it. That would have been hilarious, though. It's crazy. When we, um, Do when we, we post this episode. Do we know what he officially named it? Like what his official name for the piece was? I don't know. Uh, that'd Brandon, be interesting. Brandon, will you look that up? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. I've only seen it called. Yeah. I think it's just called the Blue Mustang. Oh, I mean that sounds yeah, um, accurate. But it's this thing is when we post this episode, I will put pictures of it on our social media. It's hmm? officially named Mustang. Mustang, yeah. Mustang. Okay. So um, it's it's bright blue fiberglass it's, it's got bright red eyes and it has these like red veins throughout it oh no like pulsating kind of thing it's really cool looking like but to why be for honest an airport like what you know what i like it just seems like a very out of place because it's because potentially Colorado. demonic or illuminati demon yeah exactly got that's it. what people think they think that it's cursed like they're like we put this mm-hmm. thing out here and then somebody because this it. is mm-hmm. so um people like i said people yeah. believe that the denver airport is a bunker sure yeah. so people also, yeah. think that during its construction uh-huh. they put symbolism sure. of the apocalypse throughout the airport because that's what's intended for it is a it's an apocalyptic bunker sure so not only do we have lucifer right who is possibly like a representation of the horsemen of the apocalypse right right you have this big demonic stallion out in front of your airport also throughout the airport Mm -hmm. are several murals okay um that have been done by various mm-hmm. artists, and they are very unsettling to look at. Like, mm-hmm. to their credit, they're very well done. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful artwork, sure. right? Yeah. But they they picture things like war and mm-hmm. famine, mm-hmm. Um, people dying, like mm-hmm. starvation. There's, like, a whole scene of, like, there's, like, warheads in the military mm-hmm. it's just it's not pleasant stuff like you know it's very serious airports hmm. cinnabon like vineyards <laughs> you know what i mean like come here and stay at our bed and breakfast like that's, and that's what why, you see at airports and that's why it like mm-hmm. turns people's heads like yeah also, why did you put this fucking creepy are you trying to discourage people from coming to your airport because people are already freaked out enough to fly on a goddamn airplane and then you're gonna like and here's war and i death. think denver airport is like in the top f- it's in the top five biggest and busiest airports how, in the united I, states how would you be able to there's walk so much traffic that shit and then be like and i'm gonna go get, I'm on gonna get on flight. that's why people question it so much like this was literally the most unsettling shit you could have put I, in this airport yeah exactly yeah it does not seem like the so why did you go- do it yeah so that's what the that's what the theory is it's, it's one of those like hidden in plain sight things sure and maybe like, if you looked at it you'd have like a da vinci code moment yeah, yeah. and maybe it's they did it to be obvious as to not be obvious like maybe if we put enough ominous demonic apocalyptic uh-huh. artwork in the airport mm-hmm. people will be like oh well they wouldn't have done that if this was airport. really yeah that's too obvious. Kind of like hiding they wouldn't have in front given of your face. Yeah, in hide, hidden yeah, in plain sight. They yeah. wouldn't have done this. Yeah. It's too obvious. I mean, sure. Okay, yeah. So that's the that's the theory is that okay. like these mur- now, um, 
people want these murals painted over. Well, yeah. Like, based, pretty much anybody that's a Denver local yeah. that, like, frequently travels out of the airport have, yeah. like, discussed... Because the... I, you know I have been... Hmm? It's like Parks and Rec, like, all the <clears throat> girls that are in the city hall, like, building a Pawnee that are all, yeah. like, people warring and killing yeah. each other and, like... Yeah. It's, same, it's yeah. very similar. Yeah, okay. So, like, I've, I was at the Denver airport, I think, before mm-hmm. it was rebuilt. Yeah. Um... It was beautiful. Yeah. Like, it was... I remember a lot of windows. There's, like... It's, like, three stories high. There's, like, beautiful Colorado sandstone Mm -hmm. walls. There's waterfalls. Mm -hmm. There's cactus Mm -hmm. and plants. And it's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then, like, looking at pictures of it now Mm -hmm. online... Because it's been probably, like, ten years Mm -hmm. since I've flown. Like, (laughs) looking at pictures of it now, Mm -hmm. it's like, holy shit. What did you guys do to me? Why? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I I definitely get mm-hmm. the ones why of, people yeah. think. Redo it, that, do it better. Well, yeah, like, the redo it better. But, mm-hmm. like, the, and the reason that they're so persistent not to. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, I so I kind of get it because they're like, oh, well, we don't want to paint over the murals because mm-hmm. it's disrespectful to the artists. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I understand. You shouldn't have commissioned them to do that art you for that space in the first place. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like if I walked into the Department of Agriculture and it just had like uh, deer heads mounted on the wall. Exactly. Like, this is obviously so read the unsettling. Room. Like, so unsettling. I think the only for. I think the only thing they could have painted on those walls to be more foreboding was like nine eleven plane crashes. crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, what that's exactly doing? where I'm going. It was yeah. like, what? What? No, no. Yeah. There are yeah there are several murals and they all they all depict things that are kind of like hinting at you that you're gonna die the apocalypse is coming and Jesus. it's gonna be war and mm-hmm. this is a place where we are going to bring the rich people the rich people <laughs> um apparently also like when you're walking through uh when you're walking through the airport like mm-hmm. you've been to pdx yeah you know yeah lots of hallways yeah lots of corridors lots of corridors turn left for these numbers and right for those numbers terminals hallways open spaces whatever Mm -hmm. but every time like everywhere that you walk through the portland airport Mm -hmm. you know there's a purpose to it yeah like even if you get to the dead end of a hallway there's an emergency exit right or there's like a janitorial closet right there's something like it's never just a corridor for the sake of right. being a corridor. Right. Normally it's a cul-de-sac and there's like a Cinnabon and a bookstore and a jewelry yeah. store and then you yeah. look back around and you go on the Superman sidewalk and you walk really fast. Yeah. But in the Denver airport, there are so many like places where there's nothing. <gasps> like the Winchester House of Airports. Yes. Oh shit. But then when you go to the outside of the building, mm-hmm. you're like, there's where a room that? here. Like there's a room here. But then when yes. you go inside, there's no entrance to that room. And yes, it's just yes, like a yes, big yes, square yes, that's yes, that's yes, nothing. Yes. I also wonder, too, if some of those are just like standard airport interrogation rooms for when you but have But we don't somebody... have them in our airport. Are we but sure about thing. that, though? I have been to PDX a couple of different times. <laughs> and when you mm-hmm. go through the airport... But at least, like, if it does seem like there is a room that's not accessible... Yeah. It's down a hallway with a door first. Kind there's of a, a door. Deal. Yeah, it's like, like there a is a locked employees door. Employees-only yes. key code. Yeah. But this is, like, as if you are walking by... Uh-huh. Um, you're walking by the restrooms, right? Yeah. 
and there's a whole section of wall where there's just nothing. There's sure. no windows. No there's no doors. Got it. And if you were viewing that from, the from an aerial perspective, oh, okay. there would be a whole like 50 square foot piece of room that what? is completely unaccounted for and inaccessible. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you get, like, because in right. other places, it's like, okay, there's a badge door. I'm not supposed right. to go in there because I'm not airport security or right. I don't work for the airport. Right, 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 right. And it's an employee's only, like, door entrance. Exactly. Because there's yeah, some in- PDFs yeah. for sure. There's yeah. some indication that there is an entrance right. there. There's this uh, no but door situation. But there's nothing there. It's just okay. like there's a big, empty okay. part of yeah. the building so that's, like, So this is stuck either... On the biggest swindle that ever happened in Colorado yeah. Mm-hmm. or yeah, a hundred percent. Or there's that's something like in there. An elevator room. You know so what I mean? So that's the theory is that that's where the extra $2 billion has gone is that there are places in that building that you cannot easily access mm-hmm. or are not visible to the naked You're eye. You're about. not supposed to know about mm-hmm. them and you can only get into them a certain way mm-hmm. And you can only get into them in a certain way if you're meant to. And they think mm-hmm. the people that are meant to get in there are... Rich folk. The Specifically, like, the rich politicians. Yeah. Like, the Senate, Congress, yeah. the President, yeah. stuff like that. Like, in the yeah. event that they they need to vacate the they East Coast... They have other spot to they go. They have a spot on yeah. the West side that right. is safe. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and given, like, you know, like, given all of the symbology, mm-hmm. it's really hard to not kind of question it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's where, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, either this was a coke-fueled, misinformed person's attempt at designing an airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you're 100% correct, and this is an afterworld bunker. Although, it's still, then I don't understand why you would advertise it. In with your artwork, you know what I mean. Like, if this is an afterworld, end of the world bunker, why would you have murals of that? Because it's so obvious. But I, but like, <clears throat> you know what I mean. And you might as well do like a Beetlejuice and have a neon sign. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> end of the world, come this way. Like, you, you, I get that we're trying to go yeah. with a slap you in the face. So That's you don't the see th- it. that is the theory. But, like, the still, theory. that seems so counterintuitive to me. So, when wouldn't you want it to be a secret and not mention it at all? You know what I mean? But because then when people talk about it, they seem mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, yeah. I guess that may... Uh... Another thing is that there have been, um, there have been architects, mm-hmm. there have been aerospace engineers mm-hmm. that have analyzed mm-hmm. the layout. Okay. Of... Like blueprints and stuff? Uh-huh. Or like, okay. Well, not blueprints necessarily, but right. just, like, the actual structure of the Denver sure. airport. Sure, okay. Like, they've, like, analyzed... Because, like I said, like, you can't just get blueprints of the airport. Right. Of this yeah. particular yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah. So there have been, like, professionals that have, like, looked through the building, surveyed the building, surveyed the planes, mm-hmm. terminals, gates, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. runways, everything. Mm-hmm. And nobody can figure out what on earth cost... That extra $2 billion. It's just not adding up anywhere. It's just not adding up anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if there had been an extra, like, $2 million, mm-hmm. they could have been like, okay, well, they they obviously overspent in some right, places. Right. They paid this artist way too much money right. to do these murals. Mm-hmm. They paid this artist way too much to do Lucifer. I was just going to say, yeah, is there any way of, like, fraud? Did, like, the guy yeah. who made the plans just right. dart off with the extra two? But or... two billion dollars is a lot of like the difference but like i said the difference Mm -hmm. between a million dollars and a billion dollars is a lot yeah for sure and so like nobody can figure out 
where this extra fucking weird. money went. Like, it's so weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, and nobody wants to answer the question of, like, mm-hmm. one, why is the airport so expensive? Yeah. Why did you commission these freaky-ass right. apocalyptic murals? <laughs> right. Why a giant demonic stallion greeting right. people at the gate of the airport? This yeah. is very ominous and unsettling. Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah. What kind mm-hmm. of marketing team approved this? Yeah. Who who was on your panel? Yeah, right? Where was your board and what did they say? The board consisted of Charles Manson. <laughs> Beelzebub and Pazuzu. Beelzebub and Pazuzu. <laughs> and Pee Wee Herman. I'm sorry, I don't oh know why God. I said Pee Wee Herman. I just he to just, give it a little bit of a weird factor. He just you know. seems very strange to me. I feel like he, he probably would, be, would know some stuff, I bet. Yeah, I I've seen various episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse where I was like, hmm. Who thought that was a good idea? I always feel like what kind of MK Ultra message when I ever whenever I watch Pee Wee Herman. I just I there's something about Pee Wee's Playhouse that just makes me think like, okay, what secret code word am I getting implanted in my brain? Right the word moment? of the day is like right militia. Yeah, like, I'm like literally like waiting for like the call. Like you know what I mean? Oh, that's my code word. Uh, I'm a sleeper agent. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So that's the Denver airport. Damn. Um, I really want to fly to Denver just yeah, to no. see it. Oh my God, field trip. And then we'll do a live podcast from the Denver airport. I would love to. Once, once the once world is travel, Once we're vaccinated. I would absolutely do that. I'm, should, yeah. I'm down to literally just go to Denver to go to the airport yes. in a weed vending machine and then pop back home. Boom. <laughs> so what I have brought for show and tell today is something that's really exciting to me. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about predictions in television and media. And I'm just, we're going to go there. We're just, we're going to have a little fun time. We're just going to play around with this. So obviously one of the most well-known shows for this, because it's run for what like 35 years how long has the simpsons been running like that a long my entire lifetime and then some years a long time um but the simpsons has a long-running history and legacy of whether accidentally or on purpose telling the future Mm -hmm. and so i kind of in a really weird uncanny way yeah i kind of i can't i picked five of my favorite ones Mm -hmm. but there are many many more that you can look up and 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 find proof of but um, my favorites, uh, and there are at least 18 <laughs> out there in the world, yeah. like ex- exp- explicit examples of this occurring, but, uh, 19 years ago, the Simpsons predicted that Trump would be president mm-hmm. of the United States. And that's a long ass time. Like that's yeah. not even when that, you know what I mean? That's anyway. There's... I don't think anybody 19 years ago had a thought in their head that, that Trump was, would ever be president. That was the whole, I, it, to me, it would be, you put that in your show because it was so ridiculous. It was funny yeah. because there's no way that that would have happened. I think 19 years ago, Trump was guest starring on The Little Rascals. Yeah, 19 years ago, he was doing cameos in <laughs> yeah. Home Alone 2. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. 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 Um, they predicted the Siegfried and Roy Tiger attack. Okay. Which, again, could be a thing that's of, like... That's kind of inevitable. Well, your odds like maybe are, that's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That one might be a coincidence. Um, in a 1994 episode, they predicted the existence of autocorrect. Like, as a thing. Like, oh. a duck instead of fuck situation. Uh-huh. In 1994. Before we even had... Before that was even a anything. thing. Even remotely thought of. Possible. You, yeah. had, you had an annoying paperclip that did spell check for you. Like, yeah. that was where we were at. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not even then. I, I don't think that was 95. That, yeah. That was Windows 95, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 1995, um, 
1995, an episode of The Simpsons predicted the Shard in London, which is a, a sculpture that was built by an artist there, mm-hmm. in 2001. And this was in 1995? 1995 was when this episode, like, showed it in a landscape of, like, in a, in a whatever you call it, a skyline? Skyline. In mm-hmm. a London skyline. A, a, yeah. And it was there, in that. And that was, yeah, six years from when it was built slash created. So either Mark Gronig knew somebody who was planning on building that, or they were just like, I don't know, let's put this shape in the skyline and see what happens. I really like The Simpsons, and I saw them put this building in it, and maybe we should just build it. Okay, and and I want you to hold on to that idea because I have something that is an actual phenomenon that exists in the universe that I'm I'm holding on. I'm holding it. You just hold your cute little panties onto that idea. I'm doing it. Um, and then number five of my top five favorite Simpsons predictions is, uh, they predicted the Higgs boson equation in 1998. So the, the Higgs boson equation, which I'm probably saying wrong. I'm not a science bitch. I'm trying my very best. Um, but I'm not a science bitch, (laughs) but I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. I'm putting that on your tombstone. Please do. God, that's all I ever want. I'm just trying. Here lies Vicky. She was not a science bitch, but she she did her best. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's pretty much my spirit, right? That's my essence right there. Um, But anyway, so the Higgs boson equation predicts the mass of the Higgs boson particle, which is the extremely small, tiny, tiny thing that we did not know how to calculate what it, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, figuring yeah. out how an atom works kind right. of shit. Um, and so this equation was completed on a chalkboard in a Simpsons episode in 1998 and wasn't actually proved until 2013. Oh, my God. So you've either got a smart... And, and the Simpsons also, you can look it up on the internet, but the Simpsons have a long-standing record specifically of math jokes being extremely advanced yeah. and like... There's a whole plethora of stuff I don't understand on the internet right. about yeah, yeah. math and The Simpsons that is way over my head. But if you're into it, look it up. And I feel like this kind of falls into that of like writers who are very, very smart at lots of stuff. But also, how smart do you have to be to be like, I'm going to learn the like particle boson equation just so I can just put it on to a put it in an episode. This, right? Yeah. Like, come the fuck That's on, bro. a little too out there. Um, so, not... The Simpsons is not the only episode that's done, or TV show that's done this, though. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I have a couple of random ones I'm just going to yeah. smatter. Lay them on um, me. We've got, in 1967, an episode of Star Trek, where they traveled to 1969 in the episode, like they time traveled, and intercepted a NASA radio communication of the moon landing in 67. Oh, wow. So two years before, before we, we even... went to the moon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which was nuts to me. That's that was, pretty crazy. That's pretty insane. Oh, man. I know, right? Um, Parks and Rec, which is one of my favorite shows to watch for funsies, predicted that the Cubs would win the World Series a year before they actually did so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Friends, they pretty much predicted Facebook in 2003. Oh, which really? Was before it was like a before thing. Before it was, was like even a thing. Popularized. Like, you know, it was still like a little college kid thing. And then right. it, it wasn't at the... Mm-hmm. They like blew it up to where right. it was. Two thousand seven was or ish was kind of where it was where like it peaked. Everybody, yeah. um, the laughing, which is an old school, uh, yeah, yeah. comedy mm-hmm. bit sketch show, mm-hmm. uh, predicted the fall of the Berlin Wall twenty years before it happened, 
And they were only a year off. They predicted 1989 and it fell in 1990. So they were pretty goddamn close. But like still 20 years. So in the, what, 60s, 70s? Yeah. They predict, they did a sketch about the Berlin Wall falling in 1989. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So it's not an uncommon occurrence. And again, there's kind of like with aliens, it's kind of like an odds probability game of, you shoot out so many crazy circumstances. One of them is bound to be right every once in a while. Exactly. But then there could also be this other reason, and this is what I wanted you to hold on to your panties for. So get ready. I'm ready. So there is an occurrence called the banister effect Mm -hmm. that exists in our universe and with humans as we perceive it. Essentially, it's a phenomenon when one person does something that everyone else thought was impossible to do. And then because an impossible thing has been done, the perception of the universe kind of shifts, and okay. all of a sudden people can do it. So oh, okay, you're, it's, it's named after Roger Bannister, um, who in the 1950s broke the record of running a mile in under four minutes. And okay. everyone, like scientists and everyone in the world was like, it's impossible a human being cannot, cannot run a mile that. in under four minutes. And right. then he did it. And then ever since then, people have been tapering down that time. Oh, so it's like a we don't we don't see our finish line. We we until somebody right. shows us where the finish it line is, of, and then yeah. after we see the end possibility right. that it's possible, right. then we're just like I can fucking do it. Better. Right. So kind of like what you were saying about the Simpsons with the shard in London of that perception creating yeah. reality thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see a big sculpture in London that looks like it could fit there. However many years later, I'm gonna build that I'm son of a bitch. Do it. Or again. Oh yeah, you say we can't run a under four minute mile. I ran at three fifty nine and whatever seconds. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Like, and so I I wonder too of that like did that nineteen sixty seven Star Trek episode make it so we could go on the moon in nineteen because we were like because we, we need to do it kind of if and this goes very philosophical like a, is the universe what we perceive it to be and thus our perception changing changes what's possible blah 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 blah. we can yeah. get real heavy here and i'm just i'm not about it right at this moment in time because the world's heavy enough as it is <laughs> fair um but i do like the idea of like maybe those little seedlings of possibility mm-hmm. planted in media you know maybe the cubs saw parks and Rec say they were gonna win and, and they were inspired and it hyped them up and they won you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, the world is full of coincidences in the same way it's a world of full of mysteries. And yeah. I, I like both. The one with the Simpsons that mm-hmm. always got me mm-hmm. was, and I don't remember exactly what the teams were or what the score was, but there was a Super Bowl episode of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the Janet Jackson thing. Or is that what we're talking about? No, I'm oh. talking about they, they predicted two teams winning... And the exact scores. Really? And it actually happened. Hot like diggity damn. Five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was the Eagles and somebody. Okay. They were like, okay, the Philadelphia Eagles are, are going to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and they're going to beat the other team. Shit. And these are the two scores. Shit. And it actually, like, it actually happened. Shit. Um, and I think, I think it was the mm-hmm. Eagles because it was their first Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. And the Simpsons predicted that they won by the exact same amount that they did and Jeez. beat the team that they were going to beat. Whoa. So is this like a manifest destiny right, thing? Exactly. Like, did they actually do it? Or... Right. right. Did you find it, Brandon? 
No. <laughs> I could have swore there was okay. a thing. There's something like that. It's yeah. like a it's like one of the there was one of the Super Bowl games. Yeah. And and the score was just perfect. And the score was exactly what right. it was. And again, it could same be same teams everything. It could just be a, you know, every well, once in a while you're bound to get it right. Yeah. Well, but, coincidence. But I do like you know, we know that this banister effect exists. Mm-hmm. We know that at least people operate this way. And animals, too, sometimes, where they can see somebody do something, and they're like, oh, shit, we can do that? Okay, well, fuck, then. I'll do that, too. Like, yeah. we do have a herd mentality, and I wonder if accidentally media sometimes breaks our perception of what we can and can't do. Right. And then we do it. It's like, The Simpsons showed me this was possible. So, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. No, 100%. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, not to put anything too hard on the Simpsons, but what if they're responsible for the Trump presidency? I'm just saying, yeah. what if they put it out there and thus it became? Like, so, hey, you can be president. You and know, then like, one day he was like, fuck. I like saying Bloody Mary three times. Like, it's, you just, you, you manifested it. Right, you right. It which may be giving ourselves a little bit too much credit. But yeah. like, I, I do sometimes, not that I'm like a big, like the secret, you need to make a vision board mm-hmm. and like whatever, but... I do think sometimes when you put a lot of energy at something, you either make it a big thing or, or you don't, depending on how much energy you're giving it. And I wonder, too, if when you have something with such a high viewership as The Simpsons and everybody's watching it at the same time and thinking about this thing, i.e. Trump being president or the Shard or the Cubs or whatever, maybe that is a thing. Maybe yeah. that does affect something somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like a... Um... And not exactly the same, but it's almost like a placebo effect. Kind, you know? Yeah, kind of a believing more than being. It's, yeah, it's a it's mind a, over body deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, for mind sure. Mind over matter, like it's a very psychological thing. Yeah, 100%. like I'm seeing this happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. seeing this put into reality, even yeah. if it's not in reality. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like this is something that's been manifested on TV. Why right. can't it be manifested right. in real life? And I think it kind of falls into, you have all kinds of people doing TED Talks about, uh, you know, if you see yourself running across the finish line, then you'll do it. You know, you have to manifest right. and then you'll do really good. Yeah. And yeah. People swear by that. It must do something Apparently for someone. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? And maybe media is just a grander, more accessible scale of that. But I think it sure is weird that it happens so specifically. Yeah. So frequently. It's a very, very strange coincidence. Like, the Simpsons ones always get me they're, because they're always right. so dead on. Right. Like, it's it's really creepy. Yeah. Like, they're so dead on. Yeah. Um, I think they even predicted COVID. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I saw, I Honestly, remember seeing something where they convict, they predicted something similar to mm-hmm, COVID, and mm-hmm. it happened, like, almost exactly the same mm-hmm. way that ours happened, with, like, a bat and everything, Honestly, which is weird. my thing that always gets me is uh, Plague Inc., the game regarding coronavirus. Like, what if, what if we did it? What, if, what wasn't there a game, uh, you know, a book series where a kid played a game like a video game or something, and then he went to Aliens and he was supposed to be really good at stuff. You're talking about war games. Is that what I'm talking about? I think so. And, and so Plague Inc. Oh, kind of... wait. Po- I think you're, you're thinking Am of... Am I Ender's Gaming it? Am I, is that what I'm talking Ender's... About? Oh, sorry. You're thinking of Ender's Game. Yeah. I was thinking of War Games, which right. is the kid that's <clears throat> really good at gaming and which beats, is, uh, yes. okay. beats the nuclear yeah. Russian yeah. machine. And that's what kind I'm of, thinking kind of. of the kind of the vibe I'm going yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Of like, did we, by playing Plague Inc. and like creating all these different fake diseases did that were we going to spread by bats or whatever and not yeah. be and be resistant to certain... Did we do that somehow? Are we partially responsible, maybe? I don't know. Huh. Like, can you like... Did the Play government use, a, like, 
Did the government use my really good Plague Inc. run where like everyone died? Did the died government and play just... Pong and invent COVID? Did they take my highest uh, Galactica score and now I'm going to be in the Space Force? <sighs> Some general played asteroids and then invented Area 51. <laughs> you know what also always freaked me out? What? Like this is not exactly mm-hmm. on topic with what we were talking about, mm-hmm. but... One of the things that always really creeps me out is the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me feel like I have this lost... Is, yeah. Nothing makes me feel like I've lost my mind or yeah. gives me more existential crisis yes. oh my God, yes. than the Mandela effect. Because oh I was 100% a Berenstein Bears kid. Yep. But it's not Berenstein, Mm-mm. and it never was Berenstein. Nope. It's always been Berenstain. Yep. I'm sorry. No, it hasn't. I'm with you 100%. It was always Berenstain when I was a kid because I remember, I remember Mm -hmm. specifically Mm -hmm. thinking about Jewish bears when I was a kid. Because, you know, like the Steen ending. Steen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and and the reason I remember this, this is such a weird rabbit hole, it was my cousin Vinny. (laughs) Because there's a part, there Mm -hmm. is a part in my cousin Vinny where Uh the judge says one of the defendant's names uh-huh. and he says Stein instead uh-huh. of Steen uh-huh. and the the guy is like uh-huh. oh, it's not Steen it's Stein or whatever uh-huh. and I remember as a kid uh-huh. seeing that movie and uh-huh. being like oh Steen not Stein and then projecting that onto the Berenstein bears and being mm-hmm. like is it the Berenstein bears or the Berenstein bears mm-hmm. and then when I got older they were like it was neither it was always the Berenstein and I'm like Wait a goddamn minute. What the fuck are you, sir? No, it wasn't. It was Steen versus Stein when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. And that's, But there's also, like, then you can delve into the universe of multiverse theory because that's a whole other thing of, like, maybe Mandela effect is just us becoming aware that at some point we have slipped from the one we were in to this one we're in now. To the other. Or right. that, like, we were... Um, yeah, like one we were born yeah. in a different. We were in universe. A, and then at some point, accidentally, we, we sneezed or dreamed or something, and ended and up in to B. B. And now the Berenstein Bears are something else in this one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things like that. I mean, even yeah. the namesake of it, like yeah. people thinking that Nelson Mandela died yep. like a long and he was time just, ago. Yeah, no, and he's been yeah. alive this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. he yeah. he recently passed away. Right. I was going to say, he passed away again. No, he yeah. didn't pass away again. He died for real this time. But we <laughs> and had then he thought died he a was... third time. And then he died a third time. <laughs> um, yeah, the Mandela effect has always freaked me out. I've never heard of, what you, the Bannister effect? Is that what you said it was? Or Bannister? Yeah, the Bannister, Bannister effect. effect. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I've never was... heard of that, but that definitely makes sense. It was a thing I remember, like, uh, if you had a school that had, like, um inspirational speakers come mm-hmm. and talk at your assemblies yeah, every yeah. once in a while. We always would have one in, like, McMinnville that would, you know, whatever, you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whoever you want to be. You know what I mean? Kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And this would always be one of those things of, like, people thought they couldn't do this, and then we did, and now everybody can, you know? And so just kind of, yeah, it was always this thing I was aware of, but I didn't know it had a proper name. Um, and I'm also, like, I mean, we're herd animals, we are. People are. We're not made to be alone. Right. And we are made to kind of operate as one, like, globular right. <laughs> unit. And so it would make sense to me if on some very base caveman serpent brain level, we see somebody else in our tribe doing shit, and then we just 
are like, oh, now we can do it. Literally, monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. 100% that's exactly where I'm at. Vicky started using a fork. So now so I'm I am going to start using a fork. 100%. I didn't even know that line. was an yeah. option. Yep. I am tired of using my hands. Mm-hmm. So yep. now I am going to do it. Exactly. And I Still wonder if Still can't that's... use chopsticks, though. <laughs> yeah, those, that's a challenge. That one takes a I can't use chopsticks. They have ones that are connected now. They're just like a clothespan. And those are cheap. Boop, 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 boop. I, I, you know no, what? I just, I just use my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking monster. <laughs> I Jesus. do. I do. You know, actually, I was... I was watching something online mm-hmm. and it was i want to think i think it was um that documentary gyro dreams of sushi oh yeah which is mm-hmm. super good mm-hmm. if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it um i think i re- i remember one of them saying something mm-hmm. about like it, they actually think it's more disrespectful to use the cheater chopsticks yeah than to just than it is to fingers. just use your fingers yeah, like they, they would rather see you like just just eat. go into yeah. it yeah. than use the like silicone baby yeah. chopsticks i don't know i don't know how to use it i have no i also can't snap i don't know like i just you can't, can't snap? no i can't snap Oh. I can whistle like a motherfucker, See, and I, I will not whistle. do it into this microphone Between for Brandon's sake. But we I can, can do one sexy cat call. We can, oh yeah. Between the two of us, I can Hell, I can yeah. snap and wink at the same time. We will practice that someday. But um, I can't whistle the same in my life. Yeah, I could when I had braces, but not anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I, I can't do the, the finger yeah. whistle where they oh, like you put, put the you thing t- in no. the. I can't do that. I cannot do that. I also can't do the grass flute thing where you put the piece of grass in between your hands and like blow and make I can't do that either. No, my hands just don't. They don't. Yeah. They aren't capable of doing that stuff. I'm a good snapper. I'm a good winker. I can wink with both eyes. I'm a good. I can wink with one. I can wiggle my eyebrows, kind of. I can raise um, one. I can't this size. I can wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have the rock level eyebrows. God, I want Jack Black eyebrow control. Oh, shit. I want to be able to do a body just roll wanna, with my eyebrows. I just want to be Jack Black. I just want to be Jack Black's friend. You know what Jack I saw? Jack Black, be my friend. <laughs> I saw, he does streaming now, which is really cool. I know. I see like games. He did, <laughs> a, he did a music collaboration mm-hmm. with Jack White. And they called it Jack Gray. <gasps> yes, and I, I thought saw. that was so funny. Oh. Jack Black meets Jack White makes Jack Gray. <laughs> I just, I love Jack Black in any capacity. I can. Yeah. I just, everything about him I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy everything about Jack Black, and I will continue to enjoy everything about Jack yes. Black as long as I live. He, the best WAP challenge I have seen thus far was oh, Jack Black. about that. God Absolutely. Damn it. Absolutely. He went all he fucking did. And out. that's why I love him so much. He that's my guy. That's nothing my fella. Nothing back. No. He just did it. And no Come shame. On. He's did proud it. of himself. He's, the, he's, he's the just a guy best. just having a good time. And so are we. We're just two guys, gals having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really, I tried to tie that back around and it just oh. didn't, I, I did everything I could. <laughs> having a good time. Just having a good um, old macaroni in a pot. So, <laughs> so I want to leave this episode mm-hmm. with a couple of messages. Oh my god! My first message is: um, be weary of airports. Yeah, just be aware. Here, of here's, airports. Here, I'm going to make a caveat to your rule. Flying. Like, don't be scared of flying, but if be weary of airports. If you walk into an airport uh-huh. and you see a mural of uh-huh. death, mm-hmm. don't 
take a flight in that Maybe airport. walk out of the airport. <laughs> Maybe turn around, turn your pretty little ass around and walk out of that airport is yeah. what I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now about yeah. airports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Because it means we're not really striving to give you a perception that you're safe. We're not already not trying. It makes yeah. me concerned about what the pilot's doing. Exactly. Which, like, not any discredit to pilots. Do you want to know what I learned about pilots real quick? They're alcoholics. Dude, you can be a pilot and be drunk eight hours before you fly a plane. Yeah. That's nuts. You know why? Because you could be on call, I think. Isn't that supposed to be the reason? What, what is it? What's that? Do you know why you can basically be shit-faced and fly a plane? Because it's autopilot. Because a pilot time. doesn't <laughs> even really fly a plane these days. <laughs> like, I mean, the pilot and the co-pilot I mean, he's supposed to be there for emergencies. Kind much, of which just is there like... to like, uh, but in reality, pilots don't really fly a plane. Um, when, when Avery went to Disney World mm-hmm. with her grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the only kid on the plane. Mm-hmm. This was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. She was the only kid on the plane. Mm-hmm. And they let her come up to the cockpit mm-hmm. and like do a tour and yeah. talk with the pilots yeah. and stuff. And they let her do the, like the, the welcome message Aww. and stuff. And they even asked her if she no. wanted to like no. start the no. flight. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 she no, didn't. No. She didn't want to do it. Good girl. I wouldn't she either. Didn't I wouldn't do too it. much pressure. Yeah. No, she, no, no, She no. didn't want to do it, and I don't think her grandma wanted her to do it. Um, <laughs> no. But it just baffles my mind oh, God, that no, they would offer not. that to no. a literal yeah, child. To a literal baby. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like, they they tell her what buttons to push and stuff like that. No, and it's fine. Know. It's all automatic. But, yeah, I would be like, um, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, no, still no. Absolutely still no. not. But it just goes to show you how um, how lax the flying yeah. automation system really is. Yeah. Like, as long as that baby is fueled yeah. and mm-hmm. programmed correctly mm-hmm. and the towers are talking to it right. You're good. It's going to get where it needs to go. Yeah. yeah it's going to get where it needs to go. Yeah. Um, the second message... Mm-hmm is don't trust people who say that you don't think you know what you know. Do you know what I mean? That, um, you know what give I'm that saying? to me one more time. That was the most confusing way. <laughs> don't trust people that you know what they know that you know. I don't know. No, don't trust people who tell you. <laughs> okay, give that to me one more time. Uh, take two. <laughs> I lost myself there. <laughs> don't trust people who tell you that you don't know what you know. There we go. That's better. Okay. I still don't understand what you mean. <laughs> if better. you if you know mm. that the bears were Jewish, oh. the bears were Jewish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you know mm. that Nelson Mandela died, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he died. Okay, I'm going to give you a caveat to that one, too, which is uh, these these things do not... The only off-limit off topics for this are the earth is round always. I'm sorry. Oh, but that's not even like a... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm talking about things that we know for a fact happened that the man is trying to tell us <laughs> did keep us down. Did not happen. Yeah, okay? I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The earth is round. Wash your hands. We have said this we, before. This we is our mantra. We will again. We'll get t-shirts any minute. <laughs> The earth is round. Wash, Wash your hands. Don't trust the government, but Chrissy Teigen did not eat her baby. These Absolutely are facts. Not. These are facts. Uh-uh. But when, but if you know for a fact that it mm-hmm. was Berenstein Bears, yeah. stick to your fucking guns. Yeah. I mean, who's it hurt? Who's it hurt? It doesn't does hurt it anybody. Hurt? It doesn't hurt anybody. No. It hurts nobody except for the person that 
wants right. to tell you otherwise, but right. they can go kick rocks. And then one day when you're like 63 and you sneeze back into Universe A somehow you're and everything's right. Berenstein, you're going to be like, well, you guys will never believe it. I was in like a 30-year-long dream where I was in Universe Could B you imagine? And, I, and Trump was president and then they'll <laughs> lock me away in a tiny room because that's insane. Could you imagine if you did travel to another dimension mm -hmm. or an alternate reality mm -hmm. and the most interesting thing you had to say was that the Berenstein was that it was did you guys know that over there it's Berenstain not Berenstein that's the best you that's the only difference that's the, the best only you difference got. yeah the only difference in this universe is that it's Berenstain not Berenstein the only difference in this universe is that Velveeta is strictly a hard cheese <laughs> There's no soft cheese here. The only difference in my universe was that Costco did not have a membership. <laughs> I want to go there. I know, right? It was really, really good. Can we go to it's that great. universe? It's great. I want to go there. Universe C for Costco. Oh, God. Anyway, oh, God. yeah, we need to... We, oof. Oof. <laughs> we gotta... I think for my mental health, I'm tired I need to be done I want to go to bed. <laughs> dun, dun. Um, but yeah, anyway. Earth is round, wash your hands. Earth is round, wash your hands. We love you. Uh, be good, we love you. Don't go to airports don't for a while. Just, for a right while. now, especially, don't go to an airport. Just yeah. don't. Just don't do it. Don't, unless you have to. And even then, watch out for death apocalypse murals and plane danger and weird giant glass. Giant horses that want to kill you. Your apocalypse Mustangs, yeah. That horse has killed a man. I, it has, too. It has something. <laughs> Okay, anyway, bye! bye, bye. bye. <laughs>